Ladies and gentlemen, here are excerpts from the sworn testimony as contained in the deposition of the witness John Osorio in the SEC stock fraud case, page 1,555,055, line 1. Here he is now, the witness, John Osorio, testifying. Some of my fibs about his nibs, Ben Barnes, are coming back to haunt me. Strolling on the Sharptown Mall, fibbing to Sharp about it all. Arm in arm, I meant no harm. Sorry about that, Ben. Don't know if I can remember it all, but this is the best that I recall about me and Sharp out on the mall and the fibbing that I did about you, Ben. Now who'd have thought that I'd get caught? Who'd have thought it wrong? To lie, to give a knowing wink, to make that larcenous banker think that you would take, that you would take a bribe? I'm awfully sorry about that, Ben, about the scandal that I fibbed and got you in. Sorry about that, Ben. I'm really awfully sorry about that, Ben. But I never once stopped to think how awfully bad that it would stink. It seems so swell, but now the smell. I'm awfully, awfully sorry about that, Ben. Good God, what have I shod? Now the horse has gone to bucking. And the honest man, the only, only honest man I've ever known underneath the Texas Capitol Dome is sure to take a... Sorry, Ben. I'm sorry, Ben. I've really put my left foot in, and, and now the mud's a-sucking. Sorry about that, Ben. You've got to understand that it really wasn't planned to harm you, Brother Ben. It's just that I have a certain special talent, don't you see? And I simply can't control them. I simply cannot hold them. I can roll my eyes, my big brown eyes, and tell exquisite secret capital lies. I can wink and smirk and nudge a man's ribs as I tell my grandiose, expansive fibs about his nibs, Ben Barnes, about his nibs. I conned Frank Sharp, I conned Frank Sharp into giving up to me his personal golden banker's key. Ben, can't you just imagine me with that golden Sharptown banker's key? may be difficult for you to understand and see, but it helped me to collect a luscious legislative lawyer's fee. Oh, woe, oh, woe, oh, woe is me. Wish I'd never collected that Sharptown fee. Oh, woe is me, oh, woe is me. Some of my fibs about his nibs, Ben Barnes, are coming back and haunting me. Strolling on the Sharptown Mall, fibbing to Sharp about it all, arm in arm, I meant no harm. Sorry about that, Ben. Don't know if I can remember it all, but this is the best I recall about me and Sharp out on the mall and the fibbing that I did about you, Ben. It kinda makes my face go red, but unfortunately, this is what I really said. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Barnes is in the Senate. Lieutenant Governor Ben Boy Barnes, he controls the Senate. 
I'm close to Ben. I'm close to Ben. So if you want to buy the spinach, I'll drop a secret in his ear, in Ben Boy's ear, in Ben Boy's ear, and you are sure to win it. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. If you pay me my luscious legislative lawyer's fee, just wait and see, just wait and see. If you pay me well, you'll win it. To pass or kill or swallow a bill in the glorious Texas Senate. Ben Barnes will make you win it, cause Ben, Ben controls the Senate. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Have you been with Ben? I've been with Ben. Just been with Ben. And Ben is in. Ben Barnes is in. Ben Barnes is in the Senate. He'll kill a bill or walk it in. If I inform him you're my friend, for Ben controls the Senate. Don't you know, my friend? Don't you know, my friend? Osorio can get to him. Osorio can get to him. Our fair-haired, clean-cut Texas country boy who seems without a sin. Our fair-haired, clean-cut Texas country boy, Lieutenant Governor Ben. Osorio can get to Ben, and Ben controls the Senate. Ben controls our glorious Senate. And that's where the plum tree grows. The luscious Texas plum tree grows inside the Texas Senate. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Listen sharp, Frank Sharp. Who will be the wiser if Ben pours it on to the luscious Texas plum tree now? His Senate fertilizer. That's where the plum tree grows. The luscious Texas plum tree grows inside the Texas Senate. Now I ask you, Sharp, not to whine and bleat and carp. Now I ask you, Sharp, just who will be the wiser if he himself, Ben Barnes himself, pours on the fertilizer? Look sharp, Frank Sharp. Look sharp, Frank Sharp. And while we're strolling on the mall, don't worry your head about being heard. Electronic bugs are quite absurd. In a Ben Barnes, rabbit-abba, rabbit-abba minute. You're sure to rabbit-abba, rabbit-abba win it. In our glorious, grand and glorious Texas Senate. And, and who will be the wiser if Ben pours it on to the luscious plum tree now? Pours on his Senate a fertilizer. Of course now, of course now, you won't get this special governmental service free because a sizable chunk of my luscious uh, legislative lawyers see. If you see the wisdom in hiring me, will find its way as secret pay in the socket sharp. That's where I'll have to sock it. Inside Ben Barnes' hip pocket. Suck it in his pocket, Sharp! Suck it in his pocket! Of course, now, that's the secret twixt you and me. Ah, ziggity, ziggity, gee, that's the secret twixt you and me! Sorry about that, Ben. Listen, Frank, Sharp, listen, Frank, Sharp. Ben's calling the tune on his big juice harp. 
Hot diggity, diggity dog. The sinner jumped just like a frog. Sticking his prod on a senator's rump. Ben says, frog and senators jump. Hot diggity, diggity dog. The senator jumped just like a frog. While Ben just lays behind a log and rakes the money. I'll rake the money in. Sorry about that, Ben. Just like an angel playing a harp, I conned that rascal banker man sharp. I winked at him and he winked at me when I fibbed and told him Ben would get part of my lawyer's fee. In cash, I said. In cash, I said. That's the only way Ben likes his bread. Sorry about that, Ben. But who'd have thought that I'd get caught? Sorry about that, Ben. I'm genuinely, sincerely, awfully sorry about that, Ben. Well, hi-ho, I stumped my toe. I should have worn my sandal. Now, now just look what I have caused. The SEC stock scandal. Sorry about that, Ben. And, and I, I didn't even cut you in. I'm really awfully sorry about that, Ben. About the words to Sharp I had to say. And, and you wouldn't have took to bribery anyway. I'm really and truly sorry about that, Ben. But who'd have thought that I'd get caught and put you in the middle? Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my. Oh, fiddle. I'm really awfully sorry about that, Ben. Well, hi-ho, I stumped my toe. I should have worn my sandals. Now, just look what I have caused, the SEC stock scandal. Come on, let's dance to high finance with my arms around sharp middle. Listen to the tune I play on my financial fiddle. Mr. Speaker, Governor, Senators all, just a minute while I make a call. Hand me my sharp town telephone and I'll arrange an instant government loan. I'll pull my rank at the Sharpstown Bank You'll have old uh, John Osorio to thank when you're living it up all plush and swank on a government loan from the Sharpstown Bank. Oh, sorry, so I'm also sorry, also. I used to really blow and go so until I stumped my toe so at the Sharptown Bank. See, see, here's my check all drawn in blank. I've got the key to the Sharptown Bank. Oh, who would have thought that I'd get caught? I wish my bare brass didn't show so. Oh, it's so sorry, also. I've been a sap. Now look what fell into my lap. If I just hadn't told Sharp all that crap, I'm really awfully 
Sorry about that. Ben? You'd have thought with Willie Wilson snug and safe way up there in Washington where you know where I'd never have had a single care. But they say now that Henry's on the case that Will is rapidly losing faith and making President Nixon blush cause they can't get Henry Gonzalez to hush. Now Will is losing the last of his hair. My God, it just don't seem quite fair. Henry making speeches most every day just because poor Will Wilson was in the sharp town pay. They say poor Will's so overwrought cause it looks somewhat like Will's got caught that he's pulled out what's left of the last of his hair. My God, it just don't seem quite fair. No one, no one, no one sacred anymore. God knows. Will did just all he could. Stood loyal to Sharp. He stood and stood, his face implacable as wood. But Henry got mad and pulled out the rug when Will kept Sharp's sass out of the federal jug. Of course, I know, and will know, and Sharp know, and everybody knows that it's all so true. Just what is this world a-coming to when the head of the Republican Federal Criminal Prosecutor's Division is facing all of Henry's hot derision and making President Nixon blush Cause they can't get Henry Gonzalez to hush. Nothing sacred anymore. Old Henry's just wiping up the floor. Every day in Congress now, it's Whipple Will, Will Wilson. Henry's got poor old Will a-slipping and a-sliding, a-hollering and hiding behind Will's very own private, personal, federal office door. Quivering, sweating, and a-quaking, Will's powerful, impartial, indignant prosecutor's voice is raving. His face, a mask of blood-mad red, denying he ever got a loaf of that sharp town bread. Wrapped in gold and sometimes given and sometimes sold at Sharpie's Sharp Town Banking Bread Time Store. Henry sure got Will a-hiding behind the door, all right, and him chief of the Republican Federal Prosecuting Division, appointed by none other than Richard Milhouse Nixon. I guess this proves Will's chief, all right, sitting in the glare of the new spotlight. But Henry sure got old Will all screwed up tight. Now that old Henry's brought all Will's stuff to light, Nothing, nothing sacred anymore. Why, why Martha Mitchell hasn't even phoned and gnashed her teeth and cursed and gobbled and gossiped and groaned about how utterly, utterly false and unfair it is for the press to rumple and muss her husband's hair by printing that the man he has in charge of prosecuting criminals still at large is still the head of the Special Federal Criminal Prosecuting Division, U.S.A. Of the August Awesome Department of Justice. Hip, hip, hooray!
Well, I guess old Martha's just a-wishing That she and John could both go fishing That's why old Martha's phone is dead Because General John Mitchell's face is red Or maybe he's stuffed a loaf of uh, a meddler's bread Inside the mouth on uh, Martha's head Hip, hip, hooray! Hip, hip, hooray! For the Attorney General of the USA, the Honorable Big John, Martha's husband, Mitchell, hip, hip, hooray, and Twitchell, Twitchell. Thank God uh, she's not my better half. Puts me in mind of a balling calf. Twitchell, Twitchell, Martha Mitchell. Wonder, wonder if Will, poor Whippoorwill, is a big enough spoke on the federal wheel to make himself as good a deal as he arranged for Sharp to beat the rap with just a gentle, friendly slap on the wrist of Sharp who'll never feel the hard, cold bars of the big Bastille. I bet to the judge it'll be confusing and maybe not the least amusing when relentless Will Wilson, the federal prosecutor, rides into federal court on a Sharpstown scooter. Recommending probation for poor Will Wilson, himself, the defendant, the man accused. No, that judge won't be the least amused. When relentless Wilson recommends to the judge, the world, and the whole community that the court grant Will Wilson himself federal immunity. Well, well, I don't care. I guess that's fair. Cause the newspapers say the judge did it for Sharp just the other day. There, in the august, awesome, mighty Department of Justice, it's who can hide and cover up and lie and steal the most if you go and if you seek, you'll hear that sickening joke told on the street. Outside the august, awesome, mighty Department of Justice. Outside the awesome, mighty Department of Justice, our nation stands alarmed, armed. But our nation stands at last informed of the tarnished shield of justice. Blind, blind, so blind her cataract eyes, the cataract eyes of justice. See her shamefully standing there in what once had been our nation's hall of justice. There, the blindfolded lady holding the scales, once clean, impartial, pure, and ethereal, now slumped there, shamed, debauched, and soiled. Our ladies now venereal. By public rape that even she could not escape, 
prostituted by a grinning, toothless ape. On a primrose path of justice gone, of justice gone political, the nation's eyes alarmed, alarmed, accusing her, accusing her. Our nation's eyes are hard and critical. Our lady of justice dying now, dying, dying, dying now of a cancer that's venereal. Her impartial justice dying now, dying, dying, dying now. Her justice is barbarial. That's why you hear the Osorio cry. Sorry about that, Ben. That's why. Sorry, Ben. But justice is dead, Ben. Justice is dead. Our Lady of Justice is dead, Ben. So she is there. There on Arlington High. See her there, buried there, there on Arlington High, near Camelot, buried there on Arlington High, near Camelot, near him there, near Camelot, with a gas lamp flickering, flickering there near Camelot eternally flickering there there to remember them by they buried our lady of justice there near Camelot near him there near Camelot there to remember them by. Sorry about that, Ben. Time is reminiscent and similar the fall of the Roman Empire. In Caesar's day, corruption rampant then, corruption rampant now. Nothing changed since Caesar's day. The scene is laid late at night in the empty chambers of the House of Representatives. Underneath the granite and marble capital dome, the temple of Texas government, Austin, Texas. A solitary figure stands alone in the empty house chamber. He is 
Tommy Shannon, Speaker Pro Tem and Member of the House of Representatives, under indictment himself for a crime against the people, accused by the people's grand jury, along with his friend, Gus Mutcher, the powerful Speaker of the House of Representatives, both these two distinguished lawmakers accused together of breaking the law, of committing a crime in the Texas stock fraud scandal. Embattled, besieged, weary, perplexed by it all, the tragic, lonely figure of Tommy Shannon, the speaker pro tem, addresses the empty chambers of the house, his voice echoing hollowly in the solitude and loneliness that surrounds him now. The speaker speaks to Mr. Speaker, speaker pro tem to Mr. Speaker. The speaker speaks to Mr. Speaker, his dying voice a growing weaker as he speaks to Mr. Speaker in the empty, lonely chambers of the house. Mr. Speaker! Mr. Speaker! Crying out to Mr. Speaker, the speaker's voice is growing weaker. Mr. Speaker! Mr. Speaker! There's several louts loose and lurking several out of loose and lurking in the empty, lonely chambers of the house. By several, I mean 30. To be exact, exactly 30. Not one less nor more than 30. Several out the dirty 30. Loose, loose and lurking in the house. And they're after us, Gus. Us, us, it's us, Gus. They're after us, Gus, loose and lurking in the house, stalking, stalking through the house. They are stalking us, Gus. And to tell the truth, I'm not too fond of making bonds. What's all the fuss, Gus? What's all the fuss about us, Gus? Listen, Gus. Listen, Gus. It's the dirty thirties blunderbuss. Or my name ain't terrible, Tommy Shannon. Damn their critical, cold, crusading, crushing, crashing cannon. Mr. Speaker, Gus, they're after us. It's us, Gus. They're after us. Us, Gus. Quick, use your speaker's gavel. Adjourn, adjourn. It's us. Our house they want to burn. Adjourn us, Gus. Let's travel. No, wait, wait. That would be a big mistake if we were to make a hasty trip and travel. Hold on for dear life, for us, dear Gus. Hold on to your speaker's gavel. Hold on for dear life, for us, dear Gus. Hold on to your speaker's gavel. Oh, ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Show me a banker a man can trust. Gus, Gus, what's all the fuss? Listen, listen, Gus, this time it's really fizzing. Listen, listen, Gus, you must. 
You must. Gus. Gus. What's all the fuss? Gus. It's us, Gus. It's after us. The dirty thirties blunderbuss. Gus. Gus, you gavel. You gavel. Bring things to order. You gavel, Gus. It's not too late to stop our fate. If you will use your gavel, Gus. Come on, Gus. Come on, Gus. Maybe they'll just sit down and just discuss. No, no. And it's too late to travel. Oh, use your goddamn gavel. Oh, Gus. I'm afraid, afraid of the dirty thirties blunderbuss. And I'm not too fond of making bond, Gus. I'm not too fond of making bond. Oh, if only I could have just one last wish. I'd wish, I'd wish. That they'd shift their aim to bigger fish. Aim their flame at bigger fish. Still swimming free in the sharp town sea. Those bigger fish than you and me. Mr. Speaker, Gus, in the frying pan each day, they're frying us all, Gus. I'm afraid, afraid of the dirty 30s blunderbuss. And I'm not too fond making bond. It all seems so unreal. You think that us, Gus, you and me, that we made a Sharpstown deal. A Sharpstown deal. I just don't understand it, Gus. What's all the fuss? You'd think, you'd think that we'd sat down together, you and I and Sharp, Gus, and connived and conspired like common thieves and planned a common criminal's caper. I read it there in black and white on pink indictment paper. Why, with all the hell being daily, daily raised, and all the smell so strong, you'd think we'd actually, you and me, done something that was wrong. What's all the fuss, Gus? Gus, Gus, do you hear me, Gus? Where are you, Gus? Listen to the roar of their blunderbuss aimed at you and I, at us, Gus. Gus, they're after us. Gus, adjourn, adjourn. You gavel, Gus, you gavel. Use your goddamn gavel, Gus. It's always worked before for us. Your gavel, Gus, use your goddamn gavel. Quick, your gavel, Gus, in hot pursuit, they're after us. And I'm not too fond of making bonds. What all the fuss, Ashes to ashes and dust to dust. Show me a banker a man can trust. Roses are red, Gus. Violets are blue. Baby Sharp should be in Leavenworth, but not me and you, Gus. Not me and you. 
What is all the fuss, guys? We've served the people well, faithfully, dedicated public servants and all that, entitled to some of the fringe benefits, bound to hear things. A few deals here and there, being in Austin on Capitol Hill, lobbyists swarming all these years of service. I'll stand on my record. Oh, Gus, I'm afraid, Gus. And I don't understand. It's all a mistake. Bound to be a mistake. A nightmare dream from which we'll soon awake. Won't we, Gus? Won't we? Gus! Gus! Oh, Gus! Tell them! Tell them, Gus! Before it's too late. Tell them! Tell them! God damn it! You know it's true. Everything we did, the others did too. You have to. You have to in Austin to survive just to make ends meet. Everyone knows that a legislator's pay is obsolete. And the cost of living gone so high, everybody did it. Everybody. They always did. Didn't they, Gus? Down through the ages. Just a way of life. As natural as a husband having a wife. I mean, it's always been this way. A legislator gets such piddling pay, you have to. It's expected. A little help, an occasional assist here and there, a little help, a business tip here and there. Appreciation, respect, grateful for good government, that's all. They didn't expect it was never mentioned, you know. Just listen to their problems and be reasonable, that's all. My God. It doesn't mean you're a crook, a criminal, a common goddamn criminal guts, a crook. It's the way they wrote the book a long time ago. It's just the way it is, the way it works. A, a little favor here and there, that's all. Tell them, God, tell them. When it's good overall, and overall good for the state, what difference does it make? A fair shake, that's all. All they ever wanted, that's all. And I can swear to that. So they, so they let you make a few dollars here and there. What of it? It's part of the game. It's expected. What the hell's wrong with that? This is America, isn't it? Free enterprise system and all. You're not supposed to be a nun. Gotta live. Everybody does it. 
everybody. And everybody is holding their precious, pious breath. Lest they be next. And praying that we, you and me, God will suffice as a proper political sacrifice. It's us just two proper practical political patsies. Not too big, but big enough. Two fall guys fallen, so to speak. That's us just without a paddle and up the creek. Just, just I tell you, we're a sap. If we just sit here sucking our thumb and smiling dumb and take the rap. Uh, there are bigger fish than you and me still swimming free in the Sharptown Sea. And I'm not too fond of making bond guts. I'm not too fond of making bond guts. Listen to me, Gus. Listen. They mean for us to go to prison. To prison! Do you understand that, damn it? Do you understand prison? Night and day. Night and day, the thought of prison won't go away. It makes my soul go icy cold. Despairing, fearing, every day it's nearing, nearing. In just one year, I've gotten old. Listen, Gus. Listen to me now. Hear me out. Somehow I feel they'll make a deal won't have to sit in prison and rot and mold. Not, no, sir, not by a long shot. If your speaker's lips you'll just unseal, somehow I know they'll make a deal. Yes, I'm sure of it, Gus. And we won't have to sit in prison and rot and mold. Not with all you know and haven't told. No, sir, by God. And then just watch those pious sons of bitches squirm. You can do it, Gus, for us. Just like a fox, just lift the lid on Pandora's box. You and me, Gus, you and me, we'll lift the lid and let them see what Really rancid, rotten stuff lies hidden beneath the Capitol Dome. And uh, then, by God, I wonder who'll be left to cast the first, to cast a single stone. Yes, I'm sure of it, Gus. That's the ticket. Oh, God, oh, God, it seems so unreal, so hopeless. Just one year, I've gotten old. Tell it like it is, Gus. Hell, about the bigger fish, still swimming free in the sharp town sea. Tell, Gus.
hotel and maybe maybe it will sell and save us from this living hell and set us free yes i yes i just can't go to prison god i'm i'm not up to it all those years time ticking slowly by we'd come out sick and old god sick and old oh shit on all that sharp town gold tell it like it is got tell and sharks our good is gold prominent highest promoter friend and patron that trustworthy distinguished silver-haired old gentleman still pissing hundred carat sharp town gold our big-time bunco banker friend now boys just let me land i keep having it the same recurrent nightmare nerve gnawing dream about sharp up in leavenworth prancing around honored guest of that prison town sharp frank sharp a hero man to the prisoners locked in the federal can sharp waving his hand from his big limousine driving by the prison where he can be seen by the cheering prisoners locked inside admiring their hero triumphant pompous protected ride will wilson sitting proudly by his side sharp sharp town chauffeur in a sharp uniform driving sharp right on by the penitentiary farm sharp and mugged in his gold-plated car, smoking and puffing on a big-time, prosperous banker's cigar. So the empty-eyed prisoners can stare and see that their hero, Frank Sharp, is still rich and free. And among the prisoners, Gus, are you and me you and me god god do you hear me god and in that dream i also see that the lady of justice is poised on sharp's upright stiff and pretentious middle finger where she cannot escape where she's forced to linger Enchained, enchained, in pained rotation, a prostitute to Sharp's political probation. Before the eyes of all the nation, he rotates her there with public immunity, brazenly displaying his federal. His chauffeur drives sharp by the federal pen 
inside which sharp will never spend a day of servitude nor eat the tasteless prison food nor take the blame nor feel the shame of penal servitude sharp imperiously passes the prisoners locked inside on his prearranged plush probation ride will wilson sitting proudly by his side suddenly on their short town chauffeur driven u.s justice department given plushest in history prison probationary ride sharp and wilson both hearken and listen with somewhat understandable pride to the radio newscaster's crackling excited voice giving the latest bulletin commentary and news analysis wrap up which they lap up at the top of the news today will wilson burned both ends of his candle in the texas stock fraud scandal so to speak when Wilson finally had to resign from the Department of Justice under a barrage of contradictory compliments and criticism. But this reporter predicts that without one ounce of judicial reserve or judicial constipation, the Supreme Court would see and unanimously for once agree that whatever the size of his lawyer's fee, that he, Will Wilson, gave to Sharp as he played the right tune on his lawyer's harp, a somewhat better than average, fair to Midland, reasonably priced, justice diddling, cozily conclusive, costly but collusive, basically a bargain, slickly successful pseudo-legal, bullseye perfect past and present power ploying, City slicker sly, sometimes stumbling country boy shy. A tear when needed, dripping from his somewhat jaundiced uh, justice department eye. A purity pretty near perfect political. You can bet your life that Sharp ain't critical. Slick as silk sacking, sliding on saucy satin. As sharp as sharp town, sharp. An uncanny, cunning, conniving, clandestine courtroom representation learned down in the Texas stick where the whip poor Will Will Wilson learned the legal Texas stick. Gus, they're after us. Gus, and we may need a lawyer before this is all over, able, distinguished legal counsel, someone with experience, someone who knows his way around, someone with status, someone the courts will listen to, someone who has the ear of the prosecution, someone with stroke, someone who's fast, Someone who can stand the heat gust, and when it's down to the nitty-gritty, literally save our ass. Get Will Wilson, Gus. Get Will Wilson. I don't give a damn what we have to pay. Wilson did it for Sharp just the other day. Gus! Gus, get Will Wilson!
I like the way he handles himself. I like his style. And most of all, I'd like his results a while. Learned down in the Texas sticks where the whippoorwill Will Wilson learned the legal Texas fix. Gus! Gus! Get Will 